Uh, I'm Ethan Blanchard. I am a grade 12 student at Victoria School of the Arts. <laughs> um, I play instruments mainly is my thing of choice. I also act and directing a show in Playworks. Come see Playworks. Oh, come and see Playworks. I heard Playworks. <laughs> yeah, no, I there was a couple people that were asking me about like, oh yeah, Ethan Blanchard, isn't he doing like a Playworks show? And I'm going, he is, isn't he? And I had a moment of, I should know this, you know, because I'm in advanced acting, yeah. right? And I know the the directors the re directing stuff I'm not a part of, but yeah. from what I've heard, it's like intense stuff that's happening. Well, it's like we all sit in a room and we're like, what's happening? That sounds what like... What is happening? That's, Does anyone know what's up? <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like a board meeting or something, you know? Yeah. My God. A board meeting, but with a lot more just confusion. Because we're all like, how do you direct? How does... <laughs> that sounds like a philosophy class at this point. <laughs> Pretty close, yeah. Man, I mean... <laughs> God, yeah. Hello. Hello. Would the owner of a license plate be... I'm so glad you're getting this on the podcast. Two, three, oh, six, black five... Please move your vehicle. You're in staff parking. Yo, shout out to you. You ruined the podcast. Shout, yeah, shout out to this dumbo that's trying to ruin our podcast right now. All right, so I have a couple oh. questions from a number of different people about okay. uh, your music, uh, along with a couple questions of my own. Okay. Um, uh, someone asked, uh, what was the best song to play in Mary Poppins? Like, one that you're just jamming to as you play. Oh, uh, Being Mrs. Banks. In the second act, I literally, every single time I played it, I had, like, shivers going from head to toe. Because it's such a beautiful song. And it, like, wow. It, oh, that song just blows me away. And I feel like I was able to put so much of my own emotion into the song. Mm -hmm. That it just, it helped. Like, Summer and I, we were on another level by the end. Because we were both, like, so being Mrs. Banks, like, how, how are you singing it? And, and then she was like, blah, 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 I sing it like this. And I was like, cool, I'm going to play it so that it enhances that. And I think that's something really interesting about being a pit musician is that, like, you can talk to the actors and be like, what is your goal with the song? And how can I help you do that? Yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah, I, that was, <laughs> Mrs. Banks was one of my favorite characters oh, in that God. show. Like, at first I was kind of like, you know, oh, Mr. Banks seems kind of chill and all, but eh. but then she kind of like cropped into the spotlight a lot, and oh, I was yeah. going, wow, you know, this this is a powerful actor in my opinion, and I wanted to see more of her. Yeah. You know, as much as I loved Mr. Banks, I found Mrs. Banks was always like she she was odd because she was like almost a sidekick. Yeah. But she ended up like still overshadowing uh, Mr. Banks at that one end scene where she like bursts in, and I'm going, oh, well, she's just such a powerful woman. Yeah, a, a powerful, <laughs> a powerful woman in the show, you know. Oh yeah, no, uh, for sure, being Mrs. Banks, or I think the actual song title is like Song Twenty One, Good for Nothing slash Being Mrs. Banks Reprise. Oh, that's such. <laughs> I wish they gave them better. Na that's that's a very disappointing name for that song. It is what it is. Yeah, I suppose. I find most songs are either like really on point with what it means, mm -hmm. and you're going, wow, that, I wouldn't have thought of that as a title, but that's a really good one. Or they're so outlandish where you're going, are you sure? It's like, ah, I didn't think of it that way, but I still don't, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I can't name off any off the top of my head, but I'm kind of like, 
I, I know what you mean, and I also can't name any off the top of my head. <laughs> You're a musician. You should know. know. Well, technically, every, like, instrumental piece is like that, because it's like, there's no words. But it's like, if you do rainforest, all you really have to do is have a rain stick that goes... Oh, that's true. I'm so used to, like, I used to sing a lot of music and stuff, and yeah. from what I've, like, it seems so easy to know, like, oh, you know, you're singing about this, that's yeah. easy. But if you're doing more of a piece that's more of, like, um, just... Like instruments? Like instruments, yeah. you know? Like, I know, like, The Four Seasons, that one's, like, yeah. that one's a very old one. <laughs> uh, but, like, the stuff like that, you're kind of going, oh, that's a cool name, but... I get what it means with the four seasons because it's four different parts, yeah. but I'm kind of like, does it really represent X or whatever? You know yeah. what I mean? I'm sure. remember I'm musically you like illiterate. I, I'm I, I get it. No, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm coming into this though uh, as like a non-musician, so I feel like, oh god, I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna get no. so much flack on this podcast. No, about it's it, so though. good. I love it. <laughs> uh, someone else asked, "How tall are you?" I am. Like six four and a half, but maybe a little more because I wear shoes that have like the littlest bit of a heel. Oh! <laughs> but it's unintentional. It's unintentional. So I say I'm closer to six five. God, I think <laughs> you're one of the really. T- Are you taller than Hayden? No, he's like. I want to say he's at least two inches taller than me, maybe three. Yeah. He's like. Way up there. Okay, <laughs> he's a beast of like he's always been tall because I've yeah. known him for a number yeah. of years and. Even in, like, grade three, this guy was, like, I don't know what he was eating, but he was always just, like, up there. I've never understood it. He had those long jeans. Those long jeans. Both on his pants and in his body. And in his heart. And in his heart. (laughs) So did you, still related to this question, when did you grow so tall? When did I grow so tall? When did you grow so tall? Uh, I was always really tall. And then I think in, like, (laughs) uh, like, junior high, I went, like, from like grade seven to eight, I grew like a lot, and then I just kind of been slowly still on the incline. Oh wow! Yeah, I I can kind of relate, but not really, because I was always really short in grade seven uh, to nine. Um, what someone asked, uh, what drove you to be a multi instrumentalist? I get so bored so easily. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when I was in grade, I I guess it's always just like been something I've done. I've always just been like, oh, I'm so bored of this one instrument. I'm going to learn another one. And then so I can go back to the old one and it's like something new. Um, so in grade seven, I played tenor saxophone. In grade eight, I played baritone saxophone and tenor. And then grade nine, I played alto, tenor, berry, and French horn. And then in grade 10, I got here and Miss Nelson said, you play all these things. Take more. And I was like, yes, yes, please. And then I learned the bassoon in grade 10 and the oboe and the soprano saxophone and the flute and the piccolo in grade 11. And I think I've played all of her instruments that she has given to me to play. French horn? Yeah, I haven't played in a long time, though. I'd be very rusty. Yeah, okay, the French horn. I know, like... Okay, I used to I used to play the saxophone, but it, it was always required, right? And so, like, God, I was, God, I was, oh, God. I kind of, the whole reason I played the saxophone was because of, like, a Diary of Wimpy Kid book, oh. where it was, like, you know how, like, he was, there was one book where Greg was talking about how, oh, yeah, you know, 
this guy gets all the girls because he plays the, the saxophone, saxophone in the playground, right? And I'm going, dang, I like that. Wow. And I wanted to do that, but I ended up just being terrible at it. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll do something else, you know? And how did you get into all these instruments? Like, what was the first one that you were going, I guess I'll try this. And then it kind of spurred into more of this musical. Um, when I... At my junior high, it was like, you couldn't play very sax, which is the biggest saxophone, and I wanted to play the biggest saxophone in mm -hmm. grade seven. And my music teacher was like, no, you have to be in at least grade eight to play the biggest saxophone. And I was like, please. He <laughs> was like, no. So I, had, I played tenor saxophone, which is like the next smallest one. And then I finally got into, I finally got into grade eight, but I went into grade eight and I was like, give me the baritone saxophone and give me the baritone saxophone now. And then that's like, that's what's like started it. And then I just kept like learning more and more. I think it really started with the saxophones, mainly because they're just, they're all so similar to each other that it's not like, you don't need like super different amounts of skill to play all of the saxophones. If you can play one, you can probably, like, tumble your way through all of them. Is that what you did, or did you, yeah. like... I, I just, like, I started with tenor, and I just, like, tumbled my way down, and then got into French horn, and flute, and piccolo, and bassoon, and oboe. You tumbled your way to become part of the orchestra at Vic? Yeah. Like... How did you, how did, why did you come to Vic in the first place? Did um, you already have all this knowledge and in instruments and you were like, oh, I guess Vic is a stepping stone in my career. Or were you, uh, I guess I'll go to Vic for like the other stuff you're thinking to yourself? Um, I came to Vic in grade 10 as a cheerleader. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you told me about this before. Mm -hmm. I forgot. Sorry, I, continue. In grade nine, I was cheerleader. Um, <laughs> And my coaches were like, Ethan, you need to go to bed. Michelle LaRue, please proceed I'm to Kingsway Park and we're move your car. We're going to kill you. <laughs> Michelle LaRue, please proceed to Kingsway Park and move your car, please. Thank you. Come on, Michelle LaRue. Um, <laughs> they know her name, though. They're like, can someone please move this? And they're like, okay. We someone must have said, oh, that's this person's car. And they're like, Michelle, I know it's you. We're move your car. Move your goddamn car this instant before I kill you. Um, I came to Vic to cheerlead. And then out of nowhere... Well, out of nowhere. But they really were like, can I have $2,000? And I was like, no, you can't have $2,000. They were like, cool, then you're going to be off the team. Yeah. And I was like, cool, bye. And then I quit before they could kick me off. Wow. <laughs> that That's such an epic story. That's all. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to quit my job. And they end up, like, you know, firing you the day before you're going to quit. And you're like, damn. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, no, like grade seven, when I came to Vic, I was thinking of doing cheerleading. I was, I can't, I should have. I was a bag of bones back then. I had like no like skill at all in sports whatsoever. And it kind of developed more at Vic because I realized, ooh, my old school, well, first of all, Vic isn't really competitive with sports. So I was yeah. actually better than the Everyone average. Okay, I, my old school was so competitive with everything, you know, my soccer, I would get like creamed by everyone, all right? And then I go to Vic and I'm, I'm the one doing the cream at You're this point. the one point. doing the cream in here. You know? But, like, yeah, I was going to do cheerleading, though. And someone then told me you should do, you know, should pay the $2,000. And I was kind of thinking, <laughs> no, this is a starter pack? Like, what is this, $2,000? <laughs> like, all the cheerleaders this year, they're always, uh, I know they're, they've been telling people to join the cheerleading yeah. team. But it, you can't go, oh, yeah, join us. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, sure. And then they're like, oh, yeah, $2,000, $2, by the way. Because, well, they went to Worlds in grade 10, which was in Florida or California. One of the two. 
they were in a Disney park. Mm-hmm. And they were there two years ago and last year, and this year they're going to Nevada. So, because they, they love to cheerlead outside of Canada. And I say, guys, I'm not paying $2,000 to go <laughs> outside of Canada. Yeah, like, oh my God, with everything that they've done, like, yeah. as much as I love, uh, you know, supporting cheerleading and stuff, I've, I score keep at Vic a lot, and I never see any of the cheerleaders supporting Vic sports. Yeah. And I kind of find that strange, because the original point of cheerleading was to, yeah, cheer on the boys' yeah. football team, you know? And um, it, I just find it weird, because if we have such a good cheerleading team, yeah. you'd think we'd at least try and use it more, or at least practice. Because they have the same, like, at one point they had the same practice days as some mm-hmm. of the, like, because we had a tournament, Last Chance Volleyball. And they weren't there. And I kind of think, how cool would it have been just to have, like, your cheerleaders there and kind of just, you know, cheer on? But also, it's like, they're not, like, palm cheerleaders where they're like, yay, go, you. Go team. They're very much, like, competitive. Like, they are athletes. They're not, like, they're not, like, go. They're, like, go Vic. But they're, like, go Vic because that's the school I'm representing. But I'm an athlete in this moment. Yeah, they have <laughs> no loyalties to Vic whatsoever. I they mean, like, leave. I think six or seven of the girls are from Emile Lazert because Emile Lazert doesn't have a cheer team. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Turncoats. But, like, Vic, God, yeah. It's so weird to think that even though we're such an, like, unsporty school, yeah. we have a cheerleading team. That that's is, like, the best in the province. Or, like, one of the best. One of, well, you have to say one of the best. Like, if our cheerleading team is better than the, like, sports teams... God, how, I can't even say this. this I'm going to get some flack for this. If our cheerleading team does better than our actual sports teams, and I find that kind of funny, because that, it, you know... Like, you wouldn't expect that. No. And Vic. And it's, like, it's also such, like, a no-one-knows-about-the-cheerleading-team thing. It's almost a cult. Yeah. That was... My- when I first got here, everyone was like, we have a cheerleading team? And I was like, yeah, I, I was on it for like three months. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> and they were like, I was like, yeah. And they're like, one of the best in the province. <laughs> God, yeah. No, like the cheerleading team, like you don't even hear about it. Like, yeah. like most like... Like nowhere. Like most high school dramas, like Glee and stuff, cheerleaders always wearing their uniforms, right? You don't see anyone wearing I think that's just, that has to be like a TV thing. Because I don't think I've seen that anywhere except for like... Like, no in America when they're like, homecoming week. Homecoming queen and <laughs> homecoming stuff, you know? Homecoming week. Homecoming, oh, my God. Um, okay, I love that we're so close to America, and we get all of our television, right? Oh, yeah. And the thing that I love the most is when there's, like, a stereotype or something that I'm out of the loop for in America. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's something like, oh, yeah, oh, God, I really want to be prom king or queen, and I'm going... Oh, what? man, what a good, if only I could be prom king or something, you know? And it's such a, it's such a weird disconnect. And I yeah. wonder if it's just Alberta or like Vic, but I often wonder if like, if, is it Canada or is it like Victoria? That's the like odd one out. Cause I, I don't know. I don't think other schools do it. In a, like in Canada like or in just Ed, like in Edmonton specifically. I don't think other schools, well, they might, but I know that I don't think Emmy Lizard does it. I don't think O'Leary does that. Yeah, O'Leary doesn't do that. <laughs> O'Leary doesn't do a lot of things. <laughs> oh, God, we... Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. Any, uh, any uh, O'Leary's in the uh, audience right now? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in this room, raise your hand if you're part of O'Leary. Dead silent. The room De- is silent. I don't hear anyone, so I, frankly, we should just... We should kick them out of the podcast. Yeah, actually... The audience. Click off right now. Click off right now. I dare you. I dare you, and you don't, because you're still here. <laughs> 
or we've been so <laughs> off topic this whole time. Normally, it's I, so good. I, <laughs> it's so good. I roll with like normally I go with like the main questions and I move on. But at this point, I'm more interested in talking about like the American <laughs> stuff and going on about that. But I have to ask you some more okay. Poppins questions, or yes. else I'm gonna get yelled at. You know what? Fire. We can do like a speed round. Okay. Okay. Speed round. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, how did you? This is gonna be. Oh God, sorry. <laughs> how did you? The how did the show change your sleep schedule and how did you balance the school? Oh my God, sleep schedule in almost non-existent. Um, during Tech Week, I would get home at like 11 p.m. I would make myself dinner, <laughs> sit down for an hour, and then shower and go to bed. We're at like one, and then I'd be up at 7:30 the next day to come to school and then during show week it was I was in the theater at 8:45 every day we had a matinee and then I would get let out at three if it was just a matinee day but if it was a two show day I saw no one <laughs> I had matinee and then we have a two-hour break and then it was I was in the theater until 10:30, and then I would get home at 11:30, shower eat, go to bed, wake up, do it again. Oh, God. That sounds brutal. Um, uh, did you like playing in the Heights more or Poppins more? I loved playing in the Heights more because you the music in Heights is so much like it just gets you going. And once you're in the, like, once you're in that Heights, though I described it to Mr. Cable and I was like, Mr. Cable, I, feel, I felt so sexy when I played Heights <laughs> and I don't feel sexy playing Mary Poppins. And he was like, I get it. I was like, okay, good. I thought he was going to go with, like, it sounds like a you problem, he says, and he, like, walks away, and no. I was going, ooh. Because it's like, when you're playing music that, like, you can, like, feel, like, within your... Oh, I, I can just feel it within I me. I just, like, I want to move when I play heights. Like, yeah, you yeah. want to, like, you want to, like, lean forward and, like, bop while you're playing heights. And for Poppins, it, it was very much, like, like, I am sitting perpendicular to my chair. My flute is 90 degrees away from the floor. I am, like... Perfectly perfect, like all in of every my, way. all of my, <laughs> I'm practically perfect in every way. Yeah, like Not all of my angles are like ninety degrees. Like you'd like you feel like also you just I felt so much more like classic, mm -hmm. like classically like playing. I felt like I had to be sitting up perfectly straight. I had to have my everything like perfectly perfect. I just, but I mean the reality of it is that like, you can't be perfect in a show that fast built for Broadway performers. As an instrumentalist, you cannot be perfect. Yeah, I was really impressed by a lot of the uh, choreography, the singing, the dancing. Yeah. Well, I said dancing twice now. Uh, <laughs> the music, the acting, everything. And I was like, yeah, I had to remember that there was actually musicians in the wings that were like doing all the like, Yeah. I was going to say flouting. <laughs> the I mean like, yeah. Is it flouting? I think so, yeah. Flat. It's flouting. Flouting. Say it's flouting. Flouting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice flouting out there. Oh, thank but, you. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Like it was. It was really impressive. A lot of the stuff that happened in Poppins, and I was surprised it was able to be pulled off because I know it was for Broadway, and I know yeah. there had to be a lot of quick uh, set changes, and it never occurred to me that it would be such a big uh, stage. Uh, thing where you had to have all these big moving things, you had to have the fireplace, you had to have this, 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 and I, I thought it would be something more along the lines of Big Fish, where there's like maybe a single large tree that would go up and down or yeah. something. But this was way more just, like every prop has a you know a thing to yeah. be right, like even, like 
Oh my god! Even like even the small stuff yeah. like um, like the beds. I heard the beds were a pain. What was that all about? <laughs> okay, so in the beginning of Tech Week, the beds were the beds have locks on them so that uh, Connor and Autumn, who played Jane and Michael, um, they could sit on them without them like twisting around because the beds are on really good wheels, <laughs> <laughs> so that they could be rolled easily off stage. Uh, so they were on them. They weren't on them. Just people were sitting on them when they were locked backstage, and it like almost broke one of the one of the brakes off of the bread, off of the bed, <laughs> off of the bed, and it was like people were just like lounging on the beds backstage, and there were people were like, "Get stay off the beds! Don't go on the beds!" And people would be like, "Oh, who me? Who's lounging on this bed?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, get off!" And they'd be like, "Okay, yes, sir." <laughs> God, that, oh my goodness. Did they give you a bit of, like, were you, uh, sorry, did you have to do with this? Where you're like, uh, get during, off the beds? During tech week, I was very much a technician. I was very, because, um, I don't know, a lot of people this year were, like, fairly new to teching. And so it was like, I, I feel like I really had to, like, be like, this is what we're doing. This is how we do this. This is how we do this. And especially since a lot of the actors were younger. It was the same thing for Crazy Free. It was very much a learning experience for them being backstage as much as it was for me learning how to not just yell at someone, but how to be like, you can't do this because this will affect this, will affect this, will affect this. Mm -hmm. And in the end, someone won't be able to do their job. Yeah. Wow, that... Yeah, I didn't... It never occurs to me about, like, uh, newer actors and yeah. people that are helping out. Because it seems like whenever these are put on, it seems very professional. It seems very, it seems very well put together. And I have to remember sometimes that some for some people this is their first time in a Vic show or a play. It was Connor's first. This is Connor's first year at Vic. Who's Connor again? He played uh, Michael Banks. It's a little boy. Yeah. An angel. I love him to pieces. That, sorry. Was this his first music? Oh my god. <laughs> It's 8.40, by the way. Are you willing to, like, be a little bit late? I have bands, so we really, it's fine. Okay. I, well, I hope it's fine. Miss Nelson, it's fine. Don't worry. I'm right here. I feel like Miss Nelson, at one point, is going to start playing music increasingly loud until it's, like, <laughs> it drowns out this, and I have to go, well, it's been a pleasure, you know. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> well, it's, it's the, uh, thank you very much, and we're just having to, like, pack up, you know. Uh, yeah, no, it's Connor's very first year at Vic. He moved here from, I want to say, somewhere in B.C., Oh, wow. I think Victoria, Vancouver? Mm -hmm. One of the ones that start with a V. Yeah, one of those. One of those. One of those ones. One of those ones. Yeah. Yeah, but... It's, oh, sorry, I interrupted you. There. It's so good. Uh, no, it's just everyone... It was a lot of people's, like, first time on the big stage, and I was like, Hi! <laughs> I'm Ethan. <laughs> I'm uh, hi there. I'll be the one yelling at you to get off the beds. You know. I'll be the one putting mic tape on you and then ripping it off at the end of the night. Oh my God, <laughs> Skyler was telling me about how frustrating it was to have the mic stuff, and you didn't have to do any of that mic um, mic work at all, right? Like I, on you. On me. Yeah, like no, you didn't have one on the. I back. didn't have any mics on me. I was I was mic'd though. I had I had my flute mic, but it was just like a standalone mic. But I think miking people, it was it had its moments where I was very much frustrated because everyone everyone's just at different levels. Everyone's at different levels, and it's like some different people need different things for their mic. Like Skyler liked it very tight behind his ear, but with a little bit of slack between his ear and neck, mm -hmm. and 
uh, like people needed latex free tape, people needed thicker pieces here so that they didn't fall off, people needed to be top mic'd. Like, was Mary, uh, <coughs> sorry, was Anna top mic'd? Yes. Okay. She was top mic'd under her, uh, it shouldn't have been under her wig, but it was most likely under her wig. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and it's just like, you have to, you have to, as a technician, keep all of that in your brain. Because if just because you write it on a piece of paper, no one's gonna look at the piece of paper. But if you are the one being like, "Oh, you're making you're making Liam. He has to be mic'd on his opposite side because he has to hug Noah in the second act." Period. Yeah, that yeah, that seems yeah. way easier. So you're did you help out? Uh, I feel like you helped out. This is what I'm getting from it. A lot more with like some of the tech stuff. Yeah, I know. Because uh, I was told by a couple people that were like, "Oh yeah." Ethan did a lot of the miking and stuff, and I'm going, yeah. oh, wow, you know, I didn't think, I don't know, it seems to me at least a little bit uncharacteristic of a musician to, like, help out a lot more behind the stage. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> someone said it. Someone, ha- someone had to say someone it. Someone had to say it, and it wasn't going to be me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just what I think, though, but, like... Yeah, uh, I also pulled flies during Tech Week because the people... Okay, so to fly Anna and Skylar, we had to hire two professionals, and... We didn't want to pay them to be there for all of Tech Week, which is very understandable, because that's like $1,000 at least. Um, So I took both of their places during Tech Week, and I was just like pulling flies, but we weren't allowed to fly Anna and Skylar, but like for all the set changes and stuff, like working them, I, that was me, and I was there all night, every night. (laughs) Okay, speaking of that, uh, someone said, uh, Anna Johnston, Asked me to. Anna that's her last name, right? Anna from, or am I compl- Am I being an Anna idiot? Johnson? Am I being an idiot? Like Mary? Mary, yes. Anna Johnson, yeah. Okay, I want to make sure. I was like, ooh, oh, did I mess up? Uh, I wrote the wrong thing down, baby. Uh, she asked me to ask you about flying into the orchestra and then dot dot dot. Okay, this is the question that I've been wondering about. What does that mean? It is the most okay. cryptic thing ever okay. written okay. onto the podcast. Um, I think it's. End of Act One. Anna flies out when she is leaving the Banks family, mm-hmm. and Will is on the horizontal movement, and Will is tugging her to get her across the stage in the air. She comes off the stage, and because you're flying and you have the momentum, you're still swinging when you come off. So then, when she goes to get lowered to be put back on the ground, she's still swinging, and she only made contact twice. But she almost made contact every night. <laughs> like how close? Can you um, give like, you know, like a few feet, like a few feet for people's heads. She did hit Jen in the head once. And I was like, during also, she almost made. No, yes. What? Yeah. So I would be playing and I, I knew when she would be coming in in my music and I had four bars of rest and I would be like trying to like swat her away like a fly. <laughs> I'd be like, Anna, get, get out of here. Yeah, we don't need you here. Like, just, just so she didn't hit Jen or Maya because they were the closest to the flies. And yeah, she, she, she made contact. <laughs> How hard? Was it like a uh, bam or was it more of like a It was more like surprise. a like getting slapped on the knee What's by a f- good pal. By a, with a, was this like a foot or was this but with like, like a foot that has like a like a like a heel <laughs> holy crap that I thought it'd be like a light sort of oh that hurt it sounds way worse though I don't think it hurt a lot because Jen still kept playing while she was 
Oh my god. I forgot they were still... How, okay, how much... It would have been, been such a surprise where you're just playing, you know, you're just doing your thing and all of a sudden you just hear a... And you look well, behind you, don't, you. You don't hear it. You, you also watch it because Jen was in the very front. So everyone got to watch... Anna come because every night she'd be like oh she's gonna hit tonight she's gonna hit tonight and then she wouldn't and then the night, one night she just did she just like she just like hit Jen in the side of the head and she was like oopsies and like she tucked she, she, tucked. she did the oopsies that sounds like a Mary Poppins thing to say where it's like she had to like tuck her legs up so that she wouldn't hit anyone else it was it's really funny it was really funny being was that night Thursday oh I have no idea okay I think it was once during a matinee and once during an evening, I want to say. I want to say she hit on, like, the second last night. Because one day was Jen and one day was Brian. Well, oh, my God, Brian. Because <laughs> we had two piano players. Oh, okay. I was thinking of, like, Brian. Martinez. Okay, yeah. I don't, I, okay, that's the first one that comes to mind, to be honest. Because oh. I saw them in the play, and they yeah. have that, like, uh, like, Brian and Ethan have, like, that duo. Yeah. Where I love it They're, so it's much. It's perfect. It's so good. Every time I see them together on stage, I'm going, oh, my God. there's so much chemistry there. It's just, like... Yeah, there's so much. I can't even express it in words because every time you look, it's like they're there. Yeah. I, like you, I've n almost never seen just one or the other, ever. And I just find it to be like, it's <laughs> it's so adorable when you see them on stage and you're going, oh my God. It's the boys. It's the boys, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it sounds like it was such a good time. It was a really good time. It was really hard, like physically and mentally because it's like, I, during tech and show, and even just before that, like, it's like I didn't talk to anyone that wasn't in Mary Poppins because my every living, breathing moment was Poppins. I was always in the theater. I was always doing, like, something. And it was like, I was practicing at launches. I was practicing after school. Like, every moment I had was like, I needed to practice, and I needed to get the show as good as I could before the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like... I know there was a lot of dedication for a lot of people to do this. Yeah. And how much uh, did you have to practice uh, a day on average leading up to um, this? Like, in the four weeks before it, what, what was your average schedule? I would, oh, in the f weeks leading before it, um, I would practice for three, two and a half to three hours, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm gonna have to get you to speak up. Because uh, uh, there's music uh, yeah. in the background. Come I'm on, sorry. Nelson, stop tuning. God damn. God damn it, <laughs> Um, Yeah, it was like I would practice for probably like eight hours during the school week alone. Eight hours. Eight hours. So would it be like two hours in the morning? Like uh, it would. I would go because so they would have their pop-ins rehearsal for all their acting and stuff, and I would sit. I'd find a space. I'd say, Miss Witt, where can I practice today? And she'd say, oh, go to the performance lab. And I would sit there, and I would run, and I would run, and I would run, and I would run songs until I, if you played it for me, I would throw up. Step in Time, I think, was one of one of the songs. I worked on that song for, I worked on that song for a whole day. Like, a whole three, four hours. And I still, like, I barely got through the whole song. Like, I, I still cannot play that song fully. You hate it. Is I, it that much? Like, you just despise it's, it. It's like... The way it's written is like it's such like a jaunty like yee and it's like playing that style of flute isn't really my my thing i'm very much like long legato like mm -hmm. just so held out like give me all the vibrato and not that's a very like like let me jump up and down up and down up and down up and down 
all over the place mm-hmm. between my flute and my piccolo. <laughs> Your piccadilly. <laughs> my piccadilly. <laughs> and yeah, it was a very challenging song. But I think in the end, it was it was pretty okay. <laughs> pretty solid. Okay. I finally understood it by the end. I was like, oh, this is when this comes in. I was like, that's really interesting, Mr. Capel. Dude, <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, that, that's okay. I'm not a musician, but what do you mean? That's very interesting. Is that like, uh, thank you for giving me this song that is like hell for me to you oh, know, learn. Oh, that song was hell. But it was that piece. It's so weird because it's like there are the dance sections, and the dance sections are such weird amounts of bars. So in music, it's usually like 16 bars, uh, eight bars. It's a very like, and that'll be your form for the whole song. But for step in time, it was like. Eight bars, six bars, bars in three, four, bars in two, four. Um, like, and it was just like everywhere, like time, like time-wise, it was everywhere. But Do you want to dumb that down just a little in case uh, some people don't know? So instead of the bar being like one, two, three, four, the bar would be like one, two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three. Oh. Yeah. God. <laughs> And it, yeah, it was it was a lot, but I really liked it. I it was a nice challenge, but okay. yeah, it, yeah. W- it was a pain in my behind. God <laughs> no, it was it was a really quick one. I really enjoyed that one. I think my absolute favorite though. I'm not sure <clears throat> uh, if you. Li- I'm not sure if it was like <laughs> up to par with the musicians, but I really liked um, "Let's Go Fly a Kite" because oh. I know Skylar loved that one. I that liked that one. Was is it is it was it easy to play back there or was it uh, kind of it wasn't in there was a few bars where it's just like you're gonna do really really fast up and down your instruments five times and then you're just gonna like hold out a note for like three minutes and i was like okay like i can do that mm-hmm. i think yeah i got to play that was a very let's go fly a kite was really interesting to me the way it was orchestrated because it was all of the singers and then way above that is the piccolo just like screaming at the top of its lungs just like <laughs> and I was like cool so I kind of have to play it really well mm. and yeah it was oh I love that song it's beautiful the song is so well done and the thing with that song is that as much as I liked it in the movie I yeah. never really gave it the time of day because I always was like ah, oh, well that's nice but Chim Chimari you know that one's Chim nice. Chimari part 2.5 part. that's that's the song that's the song that I like you know and it's like like Chim Chimari and Super Cal, I yeah. liked Super Cal, but I didn't think it had as much zest as yeah. Fly Kite and what other songs were there? How many songs was there in the entire show? You think? Uh, including like all of the like. Uh, so in my score, I also have all of the transition music. So it's like I have all of the big numbers, but I also have in between everything. And there's like part A, B, C to some songs. So I'd say in total there was at least 30, 34. Are you including and, transition songs? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Including transitions, probably like 30, 34, somewhere in that range. There was a lot of music to be learned. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine. And the thing with music is that at least you have, like, the vibe of it, where yeah. you're like, oh, I know instinctively that this is here. I can also listen to it online. But, like, I also have to remember that it's, like, you also have to do the hand motion stuff. Cause, oh, yeah, all of the fingering like, stuff. Like, I remember I'm illiterate when it comes to music, so I'm thinking, God, like, you know, like, blowing into to, this you weird instrument. You have to move instrument. your fingers while looking at the paper. Wait a minute. I'm, you up. have to multitask? Hold up. Hold up, And then guys. you also have to blow the correct amount of air. 
I never, that never even occurred to me. Now I feel so dumb right now. But yeah, yeah like stuff like that, I think is incredible. Because I, my brother used to play the saxophone. So, you know, like I know a lot about music, you know? And like, oh my God, like it seems so incredible to know that you know how to play all these different instruments. And uh, you've been able to like, I don't want to say master them because I think they're that is bold. Because yeah, no, I don't want to. I don't want to say that statement yet because no. I know that there are there's very few people that can master an instrument. But yeah. I think you could probably get there with the majority of your instruments, from what I I've seen. I hope so. I hope so that in the future I'm able to be like, I've mastered all of these instruments. What one do you want me to play? God, that's such a. <laughs> that's something you could write on a resume, couldn't you? Really? Like, oh yeah, I've yeah. mastered the piccadilly and the the piccadilly, you know, the piccadilly. and the flute. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love what I do. When, oh God, <laughs> did you, like, at a young age, when, what pushed you to do this sort of stuff? Um, I was in choir. I was in the city choir when I was really, really, like, small, like, grade, like, from, like, grade one to, like, five. Did you put on, like, was there a show at, like, City Hall that was for Christmas that you put on at one point with the entire choir? Cause I'm not sure. I'm not. We might be. I'm not. I might be like blowing hot steam right now. But I re distinctly remember going to one of those shows, and I'm not sure if you were in it or not. But I remember there was like a bunch of singers and a couple of musicians there, and I want you to get back to me on that because I want to know when I went there. Because I, I wonder was, if I saw you there. I was a very much a child. Okay, <laughs> I was a child I'm... in grade one too. Okay. <laughs> no, you've actually you've been 17 since birth. I've been seven. That <laughs> explains so much. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I started singing when I was really young, and then puberty hit, and I stopped singing and started playing instruments because my voice went. <laughs> God, puberty was so tough. Puberty really hit, hits different. It, it hits different. Yeah. God, the like when I was going kept like going through puberty and like Vic is yeah. one of those things where you're kind of going like, you know. Like, you still have that child mentality, but people start treating you differently. Yeah. Like, I know there was, like, I know in grade, like, grade nine, people started to, like, develop some more facial hair. Mm. And it was those, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was those people. It was those people I'm talking about right now. <laughs> Screw them. We're adding you. You know who you are. Yeah, you, yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> Thorin. No, but, like, people started to develop uh, facial hair, and yeah. I noticed that at that point I was, like, really self-conscious about myself. And seeing these people with, like, this facial hair, I thought, damn, I wish I had a mustache. I was thinking to myself at a the mustache. time. A mustache. A mustache. And I had, like, I had theories about, like, once I get facial hair, I could do, like, so much, and then I still don't have any. Uh -huh. but, You'll like, get there. You'll get there. My parents even bought me like um, a shaving kit, Aww. expecting me to use it. But the thing is, is that what I found out was they bought me it, and then my brother was like, "I legitimately need it," because my brother, my brother has had facial hair for like two years, and he's in grade nine. Like, yo, this a G. Yeah, no, a this, G. this, <laughs> this dude is like, it's insane, and he's always telling me, "This is my brother." I don't, you, I don't think anyone knows him, but he's been telling me if I ever grow facial hair like more, I'll have like a like a black goatee or something evil, oh. and I'm going like. I think growing out, as someone who has facial hair and is very annoyed about it, about it, it's like, you're always just like, I'm going to grow it out and it's going to look so nice. And then you go to grow it out and you get like halfway there and oh. you're like, after halfway it takes so much longer and you're just like, I'm done. And then you shave your face and then you say, I want it again. And then you do it again. And it's just like a fun little cycle that you can do with yourself. God. <laughs> 
That sounds like okay. I I have to shave like once every like two months or three months, yeah. right? How often? Because I I've seen Ooh. you with some like facial hair, and uh, it, it like come it like comes and goes like the when seasons. It's, when it's like when I want like smooth face, it's like if I can every day, every other day. Uh yeah, and then if not, I grow it out for a whole month. Send a picture to Mr. Keefler saying, this is what I look like with facial hair, and then cut it off. Just to mess with him? <laughs> well, no, because he's like, Ethan, you have to grow it out for all of November. And I was like, yes, sir. Aye, aye, Captain. Aye, aye. Because he let me, he did let me cut it in October, which I was very grateful for. But then after that, he was like, can you, like, please, please do no shave November. And I was like. No shave November? No shave November. I've never heard of that. What is it? Ever. Is it not, is it Movember? What is it? It's when you grow out your facial hair for all of November and then you snip it off. I think it's for cancer awareness. Oh, I didn't know that. It's nice. It's I've heard cool. I've heard there was like cancer awareness stuff you could do, but I didn't yeah. think there'd be anything for shaving. If there well, you're in for a treat next November. Next November? <laughs> it's gonna just be regular me. <laughs> and there won't be any difference. No shave November will just be like me with like I don't I don't even have peach fuzz or anything. Like yeah. God. Oh man, sorry. It's 8.58. How long do you want to make, uh, how long do you want this to go for? I could care so much less. They really are tuning right now, and I hate tuning. You hate and they're also just going up. And let me tell you, after playing Poppins, I know how to just go up and then just stay up there. You've achieved I've just... A I've achieved, like, highest notes. The high, you're <laughs> the like, high notes. Yeah, you're kind of just like, I'll wait for them to finish. You say, I was in Poppins. I was, I was like, like, I was in Poppins. I actually don't need all of this. Yeah, sorry guys, you guys are all beneath my level right now, so <clears throat> I'm just gonna stay in here and wait for the tuning to be done. Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably do this for like, how long do we have? We have 43 minutes, holy crap. I did not expect there to be that much. I felt like it was only been 25 <laughs> minutes right now. I know, went by very fast. Yeah. Man, like, <laughs> god damn, we were talking about facial hair for like five minutes. You and know I, what? It's okay though. I like, it's a vibe. It's a vibe, <laughs> it's a vibe. honestly. <laughs> vibe. Oh man. Oh, someone. Uh, says, how do you become such a skinny legend, Ethan? Oh, le I've... Guess who it is. Your greens. Guess who it is. Megan Strong. No. No? <laughs> no. How, skinny legend, is it, um, guess who, is it someone... I'm saying guess who it is. But you're saying guess who it is. I'm saying, they okay. didn't say this. Um, it's not Megan Strong? Is it Amanda Proctor? I'm going to leave it. I'm not going to say who it is now. I want you to think about it a oh, bit more. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Man, like, God, I'm just imagining right now, like, um, God, I, can, I can't even imagine. I can't even think with these freaking instruments. Jeez, these instrumentalist kids. These, what losers. What losers right Ew. now. And they can't even hear me, these chads, honestly. I, man, who son, do they think they are? Who do they think they are? <laughs> God, there's a lot of people in there. I didn't realize how many people there were. Yeah, uh, there's a lot. Damn. <laughs> um, how do you deal with a lot of the pressure of being uh, a part of the show? I nap. I'm an avid napper. I like. I usually. Oh, let me tell you. There was one show where I we did. I did. It was me. I did really, really badly, and I was in such a bad mood. I went to this cafe. I got this. I got this sandwich. I did a Sudoku. I put my earplugs in that I used for the show because if I don't have an earplug in, I will damage my hearing. Holy crap! What? This is a high risk. Yeah. 
some of the piccolo stuff I played in there, like, was insane. It was like I had to wear earplugs for the whole show or else, like, I like had ringing in my ears for days after. Wow. So did you ask for the earplugs or I, was it more I just... I just go buy them. Yeah. I was like, Miss Nelson, should I get earplugs? And she was like, yes. You played piccolo. Yes. You played piccolo. <laughs> Piccadillo. Piccadillo. Oh, I just realized... I was realizing now that it sounds like armadillo as well. And I'm just... Okay, I'm that musically illiterate where I'm now like thinking, oh yeah, Ethan plays the armadillo. I do play the armadillo. What uh, about it? Yeah, sorry. Looking around. Guys, I play the armadillo and the piccadillo. And now I I just forgot what the original instrument was. Piccolo. I was gonna. Oh my God, <laughs> I should know this by now. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I do, I do love a good shower to calm my nerves, but I also just love. I just like sat there and I did the Sudoku and I ate the sandwich and I just like. What cafe? I put my phone down and I was like, I'm gonna do this. What cafe was it? Um, I think it's. Mm, Macaroons and goodies. If you're walking downtown, it has like a green on it. I may have seen that. Before. It's like it's so cozy in there. They have like couches and like soft chairs. Oh, that's it's nice. so nice. It's very nice. Ten out of ten would recommend. Okay, I have my favorite tea shop closed down like a year ago, and it was like the Tea Girl, and I loved it. All right, you go in, it's like a bunch of mismatched sort of furniture, but it's that like, it's like that vibe. It's the vibe. It's the vibe I there, you know? Everything's calm, and I loved going there. And it closed down, and it's now... Apparently, it was only an online tea shop now where you could only order online, and I'm thinking, that's so dumb. Why? Because if I wanted to have tea, I would just make my own. And then I think they shut down after that because no one was buying tea, and I'm thinking... Like, I love you, but there's not... An, like, I could just stay home and just make my own tea. That's facts. Yeah, that sounds really nice though. What, what's, your, very nice. what's your playlist for that stuff? I'm curious about. Uh, I, this is probably gonna sound weird coming from a musician, but I hate listening to music. In like when I'm on the bus, I hate listening to music because it's like I like to hear everything. In case there's you know, you're looking <laughs> around, in case you know, anyone's gonna rob your instruments, you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. I really like listening to everything else. Is this like podcasts or is this like like just I. No ear pods in, no nothing. I just like listening to everyone else on the bus and like the sounds the bus makes and like this. I don't know. It's just it's weird. That's interesting because yeah. I for the longest time because I was one of those like I, I didn't have any music all right yeah. like for four years because I was always like music I'll just listen <laughs> to my podcasts you know because I I didn't have like I had Spotify but mm -hmm. I couldn't listen to it offline. Yeah. I, terrible data and what ended up happening was like I my parents were like oh Luke we're gonna get you know we're gonna get like Google music stuff or yeah. I don't know Apple yeah. music and I was thinking I'll use it occasionally but I'm gonna stick with my podcast and then I started listening to it and I was like you know what this is actually a nice thing to have when I'm like biking to school or like just doing anything outside and I have curated like three specific playlists <laughs> of like certain stuff to do if I'm outside doing sports or just anything in yeah. general I have that. I have like a playlist of like, you know, <laughs> get pumped, you know, stuff yeah. like that. And then I have like, I have a, okay, I've been curating this for like a week now. Oh. I have a 2000s playlist. I have been. 2000s playlists are the playlists. Okay. That is the point blank period playlist. Yeah, that's it. That, that's the thing. They will always slap. They're, it's, yeah, it slaps, but it slaps hard. hard. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing with, okay, I've been just on a rant because I like, I bought like a bunch of games for like, 
80% off or something yeah. from like, you're looking around nervously, I'm sorry. Well, no, I saw Patrick walk by and I was like, please don't be this lesson. I really am talking about 2000s right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, please just let us finish about the 2000s. <laughs> but like with the like 2000s stuff, like I had a whole thing on the weekend where I was like Black Friday and I'm thinking, oh, well, yeah. I'll go see what games there are. Because I had like, I got like a Steam gift card or something, right? And I bought like, I was told to get Left 4 Dead, which is like this mm. 2000s video game, and I was playing it, and this the most 2000s thing imaginable happened, right? You have to signal a helicopter, because it's like a zombie yeah. game, right? Signal a helicopter for help by playing every 2000s song imaginable. And I'm thinking, what? So then you have to click a button, what? 2000s music is jamming, you're trying to survive these zombies, and I'm thinking, holy crap! <laughs> like... This is the most 2000s thing I can think Whoa. of. And it's like a rock band that's like, oh, it's, it, it sounds 2000s. I'm like, it is 2000s. the graphics are 2000s. Ooh. It's like all that stuff. And I'm thinking, wow, I want to listen to 2000s music now. Yeah. So I started curating a playlist and I got like all of them. I can show you the playlist right now. I can't play any though on the podcast, I don't think. But like, copyright. Cop- Thank you, copyright. Thank you, copyright. All right, let me see if I can find it. Okay, so I have like Basket Case by Green Day, Zombie by the Cranberries, Adam oh, Song, yeah. Blink 182, Fireflies, Owl City. Uh, I also can't. Okay. Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO. I know! <laughs> I haven't heard that in years. Apparently, I haven't heard that since the 2000s. The two, honestly, the <laughs> 2000s are such a vibe. And the thing was that you never noticed it. And oh, yeah. Like, it. Oh, my, they're playing songs. They're playing now. Joy Revisited, is what they're playing. If I get copyrighted, I swear to God. I don't think you can for instrumental. Well, I guess you're really going to find out. I guess I'll find out this podcast if your podcast well, goes down. Miss Nelson did buy the music. And it is happening in the background. Legally, I have to say that we the uh, this is original music. You know, in case anyone in case anyone from the music industry is listening. Uh, what else is in here? Uh, the Shins. New, uh, I don't know if you know the Shins, but they're like a they're like a two thousands thing. Uh, TikTok by Keisha. All Star Smash Mouth. Did you just say Keisha? I don't know. People told me these names. It's Kesha. I do- <laughs> Let me tell you, Kesha still slaps, and she slaps like so hard that it hurts. Oh my, yeah. Okay, the other songs were they slapped hard. She claps hard at this point. Whoa. She claps back. Okay, I. Kesha does clap back. I'm gonna call her Keisha now Keisha. just to annoy everyone listening. Okay, no. my knowledge in the. Okay, I had such a. I was so brain dead then because my opinion back then. Oh God, I don't know if this is gonna go. This might go to an hour. Uh, <laughs> sorry, but like back then, I was. I had this very snobby attitude because I was. I was. Were like, you very much like a? Oh, if it's not Bach, get it away from me. Yes, I was, and the thing uh, was was that. It, what what was worse was that my parents didn't stop me whatsoever from doing this because back then I was like. God, grade five, sorry, grade six me was such a dumbass. I would always have stuff like, well, if it's not a 60s TV show, well, it's not good enough for me. I had that mentality. So whenever it was like indoor recess, everyone was like, ooh, we'll watch this show. And I was like, oh, I have the Beverly Hillbillies on CD I can bring. And everyone's like, what the hell? And then I end up convincing my teacher to play it. And no one laughed. Not one person laughed. I could see it. Silent classroom, but you're in the back like, ha ha ha! <laughs> no, the thing was, it wasn't even real laugh. It was me, like, being as loud as I could with my laugh to try and influence the room. So oh, if anything no. happened, I would go, ha ha! And then, like, slap the desk trying to get everyone to laugh with me. Ha ha! And if I noticed it wasn't working, I would have to, I would do it louder. And then, end of the you're day. You're screaming. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I'm just yelling at people to laugh. It was terrible. And oh. the thing was, was that so many people were like, I feel like when people would talk about music, I would butt in and I would go, 
well, have you guys listened to Frank Sinatra? And I, you know, and people would go, God damn it, it's him again. And I'm oh, realizing now, so my snobbiness transferred to grade seven as well. Because you They're know, still snobs. Don't worry. <laughs> like it's so terrible. And I'm looking back and I'm going, these are some good ass songs. And yeah. now, like I'm just realizing, I could have never experienced it because I was so, well, if it's not the '60s or you know Bach, then it's not good enough for me. You know, no, get it out of here. Get it out of here. And oh my God, it's. So painful to realize now. And grade seven, me had a fedora. Like I was that yes, kid. You did. Did you? I, you were no, there in grade I wasn't seven. There, but you, I can see you with a fedora. I should start wearing a fedora to the podcast. Can you, like, can you have a podcast fit and it's just a fedora? Just a simple fedora. I mean, and oh, like a body, like um, what are they called? A morph suit. A, mo- oh. a morph suit with like a fedora. Bro, that's uh, that sounds <laughs> so scary right now. That sounds like. God, that sounds so cryptic. Imagine me like waiting at the door for Miss Nelson and she's like walking and I'm just, hello. I'm just saying and I'm like, I have my computer in hand. I request access to the room and she's looking at me like, holy crap. Yeah, maybe we'll, uh, maybe not today, Luke. She's thinking (laughs) and she like, you know, shuts the door behind her like, ah, geez, you know. But yeah, what what were you like in grade seven? Like I was so chubby. Really? Yeah. Really, just like wide. I can't imagine that right now. I was, no, it was bad. It was bad. And then my body said, "We're gonna grow some, so that like you can even out a bit." I don't know. I was also really just like, I was so shy. I was so just like scared of everyone. Was this in grade seven and it progressed, or yeah. was it? Uh, grade seven, and then like, I got better. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> grade seven, I was like so so shy, like so just like, I don't know. It's weird. That's Thinking cute. back on grade seven, it's like, wow, I wish I could be like, yo, little homie. It's that's gonna be so okay. That's so wacky because grade seven, <laughs> progressively, I found for myself, um, I used to be really like, I don't want to say self-centered or obnoxious, yeah. but I was, I was the opposite of shy. I was oh, very God. outgoing, and then, progressively throughout grade seven, eight, nine, I got more and more shy, and it's weird to think about that because. Like grade seven, eight, nine, me would have been like I would have, I I would have said anything, done anything, and I would have been fine. But now I'm realizing, ooh, maybe I won't. If old me would have done X or talked to this person. Yeah. Now I'm kind of like, you know, looking away. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like I like it's such an interesting comparison. Yeah. I think. I think. I feel like I've definitely gone the opposite way. I was very much like didn't talk to anyone. Like had like two friends. Like minded my business. Like, mm-hmm. sat in the corner and ate my lunch by myself, like, grade seven, and now it's like, I vibe. I vibe. Yeah. You're like, I vibe. <laughs> I'm and like, cool. Yay. I'm like, cool, yeah. what rehearsal do I have today at lunch instead? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, man, I can finally relax oh, by doing rehearsals at I lunch. I can actually rehearse at lunch instead, yeah. <laughs> right, what are you rehearsing for? Right now? Uh, Winterfest. And... Do you want to explain what Winterfest uh, is? Winterfest is... Uh, if we're being honest, I don't know a lot about Winterfest, but I know I'm in it. Um, it is all the choir kids, all the band kids, and I want to say all the dancing kids. We're all putting on a two-day, not a two-day show, but I think it's the same show twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that everyone can come see. And, yeah, I don't know, we're all just playing music, doing our wiggling. Doing the wiggle. Doing the wiggle. Doing you know? the wiggles was a thing back then. <laughs> 
But I don't want to go off on that because I know you have. Cl- uh, I know. I I really should be in that room right now, but I'm in this room, so it's really not that deep. It's all the same room, really. But we should probably finish this like yeah. soon. Um, I'm so sorry for it's taking no. Like, it's so fine. So much of this. This, is, this has been a lot of it's, fun, though. No, it's been very good. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on the Thank podcast. You. Thank you for having me. And <laughs> I don't have a Pokemon card for you, but I'll give okay. you one soon, okay? okay. Next time, I'll, like, tomorrow. I'll, I'll be waiting. I'll be... <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm waiting, Luke. All don't right. worry. You know what? It's fine. All right. Now, we're going to have to end the podcast in Standing a Standing up on top of... On Wait, the, with st- a song. Stand, okay, because, mo- like, I don't have an outro yet, and I, oh, I can't afford... What kind of song? What are we singing? I guess it... I, I, are we singing? We could. I mean, you start off, and I'll try and join in oh, anyway. I can't... I need, so, I need a... So, I can't just... Oh, okay. Well, just... Um, uh, okay. Um, we, if we want to narrow it down a bit, we okay, can, like, okay. say, like, one word. Do we want, like, a poppin' song? I... Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, okay, okay. Let's go over to the microphone a bit more. Okay, and, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. We'll, we'll you can still sit... our chairs. Okay. Wait, we'll actually, sit on, sit on your chair and just lean got closer, got and we'll, like... Miss Nelson's looking at me, but you know, just keep. Just don't look at her. Don't look at her. Okay, <laughs> just stare at the um, microphone, and I'll, I'll join in once you're ready. What if we do like a like a like a super cow? Ooh. Do you know how to spell it? Uh, S U P E E R. Wait. <laughs> I, for being honest, I don't know how to spell it. I know it's like S U P E R. C A L I S. No C. Super Caliph. No, it's C A L I F R A G I L. I S T I C E X P I A L I D O C I O U S. It's not much of an outro though. It has to involve <laughs> like it has to be something else. Like that's like. Um. What's what songs do you know? I know a lot of songs. Well, okay. It doesn't have to be a song. It could just be like an outro thing oh, where you just like okay. snap or something oh, and like okay. say outro. Okay, ready? You know. Okay. Welcome to the outro. Choo-choo. Take it away, Luke. Welcome to the outro. Take it away, Ethan. Welcome back to the outro, guys. We're still outroing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Ethan to finish this. Go for it, Luke. No, you go for it, Ethan. No, Luke, you go for it. <laughs> if you don't finish it right now, I'm going to bounce it back to you. Um, uh, I had so much fun on this podcast right now. It was really good. Um, hopefully I can come back maybe one day. Maybe close to play with Who knows? Oh, that's a good idea, Ethan. Thank you, Luke. It's a pretty good outro. That's a wicked outro. Now, finish it strong. Shh. Okay, cool. Thank that you. That was the outro. Okay. Oh, come here. Oh, come here. Okay, come here. okay. thank you. Yeah. I had so much fun. Thank you. And that was exactly an hour.